Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. You've tuned in to I Work For Him, the mouthpiece for the faith and work movement. We're your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Listeners, we're so glad you are here with us today. Whether you're watching our video on YouTube or on any of the other platforms or listening to the podcast, we are excited to have you alongside with us today. And I just want to encourage you right now, if you are not receiving our weekly blog, um, you are missing out. You're missing out. Yes, big time. Because not only um, do you get a little glimpse of what God's just been speaking, mostly to Jim, sometimes I write, but you've kind of taken that full force. And um, I'm but glad also, to give it back to you. But also, um, we include in there little um, links to all of the shows that have published this last week. So whenever you get a blog at the end of the week, you're also getting the shows that you might have missed or not been able to know that they were out there because you were busy. And we know everybody's busy. So um, you can go to iworkforhim.com and subscribe and get our weekly blog. We've heard about army invasions between countries, invasions of insects on our picnics, even invasions on our privacy on the internet. But what happens when God invades your business? Does it mean automatic success? Does it mean your PL's in the black and a big black Lexus is in your driveway? What happens when God reveals to you that he wants you to be he wants to be involved in your work life, even and especially running your business? Kim Avery experienced that just about five years ago. God invaded her business, and she's never been the same again. Author of The Prayer-Powered Entrepreneur and co-host of the Professional Christian Coaching Today podcast, she's got a story to tell, and we're here to capture it for you. Kim Avery, welcome to I Work For Him. Thank you. It's so great to be here today. All right. Yeah, we feel, you know, we met your partner in crime on your podcast uh, and uh, a couple of years ago, so it's nice to finally meet you and have you on our show we're going to talk about how you connect your faith to your work and all of the stuff that God's been doing. But first, tell us why you became a Jesus follower. Well, I grew up in a Christian home, so I I never I don't remember never loving Jesus. I've always loved him. But it's interesting how you phrase that, Jesus follower. Yeah, I'm not sure loving Jesus was synonymous with following Jesus and doing what he said in my little mind's eye for the majority of my life. So I would say it was into my adult life I realized that God wasn't just there to bless my plans. I was actually there to follow his plans. And so a little bit of a twist in my story. Wow. Yeah. Mm. I think there's probably a lot of us that can relate with that. (laughs) So we're going to walk this journey together. So tell our listeners and ourselves um, what it is that you find yourself doing on a day-to-day basis for your business. Yeah, so I'm a business coach, and I actually help other Christian coaches primarily and other online-type entrepreneurs build successful businesses as they partner with God to change the world. Just a real quick plug for God right here. He is planting entrepreneurs in all the hard, hidden, and humble places of the world all over the globe to shine a light for Him to people who wouldn't ordinarily be looking for Him. And so, they're meeting Him in the marketplace through these entrepreneurs. And so, it's such a joy to be a part of the equipping these entrepreneurs, not just to go out and do it, but to succeed. Mm. I I love that. God is planting missionaries in the marketplace or Christians in cubicles, however you want to put it, or or pastors in parking lots, you know, wherever he's got. You could just alliterate all day long. That'd be kind of fun. (laughs) That's greeters in the garden. Okay. All right. Okay. So you're coaching 
Christian business owners. You're trying to encourage them to let their faith and their business to be totally intricately connected. In fact, you wrote a book, <laughs> The Prayer Powered Entrepreneur. We've got a copy of it right here. For those of you watching the video, you can see that. For those of you listening to the podcast, The Prayer Powered Entrepreneur by Kim Avery, you can get it on all of your favorite book places, but we're not going to plug any one of those. You write in there that your business got invaded by God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm embarrassed to say, but as a Christian entrepreneur and as a Christian most of my life, I was in the habit of praying for the big things, praying for spiritual things, praying for family members. But when I came into work each day in my home office, I basically gave God a high five and said, let's go team, came in, sat down and had the mentality without realizing it, if it's going to be, it's up to me. And I got to be honest with you, when I give the very best that Kim can give to my business, the best results I'll ever get are Kim-sized results. And that's actually not good enough. If it's going to be, it's going to be me. I like that. Is that what you said? If it's going to be, yep. if it's going it's to be, to it's up to me. Wow. I'm, I am sure that there's never another Christian in the entire world that's ever said those oh, kinds of words no. to themselves. Well, maybe not as eloquently, but, but I, I'm pretty sure most of us think that way or have so when God that. said, Kim, this isn't working out so good for us. We need, <laughs> we need, things need to change. How did you react to that? I mean, how did, first of all, how did God get your attention? You know, with me, he uses green treated two by fours. What did he use to get your attention? The flu. Um, because God had to slow me down long enough to pay attention to him. So it was about five years ago over Christmas. And I had this weird, unexplainable two week flu that didn't lay me out so much. I couldn't think but I couldn't get off the couch. And so as I sat there and thought, I was staring at the door to my home office, thinking about my business and my clients' businesses, all Christ-centered entrepreneurs, and thinking, you know, we are as hurried, worried, and stressed as non-Christian entrepreneurs. And if you look at our results, they're actually about typical, whether you're a Christian entrepreneur or a non-Christian entrepreneur. And I thought, wow, if my business partner is the almighty, all-powerful, omnipotent God, why in the world does my business look the same as the non-Christian's business next door? And it was a very sobering moment for me. So what did you do next? Well, I, I cried out, you know, much like the early disciples, Lord, teach me to pray. Clearly, I know nothing about all these things I thought I knew a lot about. And so I sat down through scripture, you know, stem to stern and went through and thought, okay, what is it, God, that you have promised that you also want for me? So I don't necessarily want to pray for Alexis in the driveway, though it's not a bad thing. It may or may not be a God thing for me, but I know he wants me to be Christ saturated, joy filled, peace permeated, teachable, humble all of these things. So I wanted to find his promises for me. I didn't write this book for anybody but me, for me in my business, and then just pray them and watch God do what only God can do. It's powerful when we actually sit back and, and say, okay, God, you taught me, you told me to be a steward, yet I've been just kind of doing my own thing, not asking you what you want me to do with you, what you've given me to have. And, and that is, honestly, that's a struggle, Kim Avery, for so many people who call themselves Christ followers, who own business, they haven't been taught. What does it look like to steward a business for Christ? So when you had this you know, invasion by God, how, 
I mean, where did you go for training? Where did you go to learn on how to intricately connect your faith and your work in your business? And when we come back, you can answer that question. We're talking with Kim Avery today. If you want to talk to her, you can reach out to her online, KimAveryCoaching.com, KimAveryCoaching.com. But you also might want to check out PrayerQuiz.com. We're going to talk about that in a minute. We'll be right back. To tweet or not to tweet, that's always on my mind. That's why Martha handles most of the Twitter tweets and interactions. Please look for us and interact with us on Twitter at IWorkForHimRadio. That's at IWork, the number four, Him Radio. Hey, we're back with Kim Avery. Kim Avery, I asked you the question right before the break. How did you figure it out? How did you figure out what does it really look like to run a business for God? Yeah, I have to say, I... I didn't really have a lot of help. I'm sure there's great help out there, but I couldn't find it. Plus, I just really wanted the Holy Spirit to be my teacher with this. And so I went back and thought, how is it that we grow in any area of our life, right? Is it just inside alone, a big aha moment, some big decision where I walk down an aisle? Or is it, and you use the word right there, Jim, is it training? All through scripture, God tells us to train in righteousness, not to try hard, but to train and being of Well, Winnie the Pooh says he's a bear of very little brain, and sometimes I can relate to that. Being a bear of very little brain, (laughs) I really broke down these promises I found in Scripture for entrepreneurs, and I focused on one a day. If I just focus on one a day, pray it in the morning, and then watch expectantly all day long, since I know this is something God wants for me, everything that happens that day is for better or for worse, going to be an answer to that prayer and started observing the adventure he has us on. And it truly is a wonderful adventure. So give us a little taste of what that is in sense of like, what is it that you would pray that God would want for you? What were you finding in scripture? Okay. So today's prayer card that I went through is grace infused. And here's the thing. I realized that there are gaps between what I do and what I want for the world, for my clients, for my business, huge gaps that I could never full jump over, whatever the word is, fill on my own. And so today's prayer, Lord, Help me to be grace infused in, and I list on the podcast with Jim and Martha at I Work For Him and through all the other things. And then I watch, how did he bridge that gap? What did he do that I could never have done on it my own? Where did his strength show up? And I never end the day without seeing complete answers to prayer. There's always some unfinished answers to prayer, but there's always completed one. And that builds my faith and my enthusiasm in partnering with him. Okay, so you teased everybody by talking about the prayer cards. So tell us what you're talking about there and how that relates to the book that you've just released that is called The Prayer-Powered Entrepreneur. So along with the purchase of The Prayer-Powered Entrepreneur, there's a link to downloadable prayer cards. And so they're basically just three by five cards with one single prayer point that are numbered as in the day of the month. So today is the third. So I'm on the third prayer card and I go through them every 31 days and I keep it in front of me again, because I'm training. I'm training my soul to work in partnership with God when in the flesh, again, I'm back to if it's going to be, it's up to me. And so this is just a simple tool that helps me with this process. 
Okay, so I'm going to put in a little plug here because anybody who has ever read a single book ever will appreciate... And there are some of you out there that are still trying to fit, finish no, that you, first they, book. They've seen at least a textbook or something, but this is nothing like a textbook. I just... One of the first things I told Kim was how beautiful her book is. It is very engaging. It has a lot of color. It is laid out well. These prayer cards, which I just... I had printed one out here. And you, if can't. It, and you probably can't see it. But it's beautiful. The coloring is wonderful. It's very engaging. Um, yeah, there she's got a much more beautifully done and bound. Um, but just uh, it, there's there is nothing unappealing um, about this book. I mean, everything about it is so greatly done. So I just I, and you know that just speaks to excellence and just wanting to really make a difference. And this whole book and the whole process really does. All right. So here's here's the question, and I want honesty here, Kim Avery. <laughs> oh, oh no, okay. she wasn't going to give you any honesty. What in your business did you think were under God's control? When you started this process, when God invaded your business, what parts did you think were under God's control, but they really weren't? Well, it goes a little backwards for me. I knew that God was in charge of bringing me clients, my bottom line at the end of the year, the big things in life. What I failed to realize (laughs) was that he is in charge of every little thing, whether it's the printer working or the connection I need to make or the blog post I need to write. And the lesson he's been teaching me again and again through this process is he doesn't want to just do things for me. He wants to do things in me so that he can do things through me. Thus, he wants to grow my business by growing me. And it's like, Oh, so when I'm more teachable. Oh, so when I pray that I'll be more humble. Oh, so when I pray I'll be this or that and you work that in me. Amazing that as I grow, my business also grows. Mm. So was that that a guarantee? Wait, was that a guarantee? Well, it's guaranteed by God. I almost feel like I cheated when I wrote the book because I thought, how can anybody go wrong? They read the book. They more prayerfully partner with God. Wonderful things are going to happen. I do almost feel like there's certain guarantees that come with this process. Well, and I think that correlates back to the fact, though, that you talked about inner growth. You know, we're not just talking about bottom line growth. This is learning and being changed because of what we're learning in the process. So compare your business now to five years ago. What kinds of things have you had to change or have, have seen that are different now because of the process and the growth that you've gone through? Yeah. I'm a very strategic person. You can imagine as a business coach, I really like to teach my clients how to follow proven principles and, you know, work their way through a roadmap towards success. And that's great most of the time. But our God, the CEO of my business, is the same God who said, march around Jericho seven times and then blow trumpets. And and that's the way you're going to win that battle. So he can be counterintuitive at times. <laughs> Hmm. And so there's days when I pray and Lord, do you want me to do this or show any plant something in my mind or heart? And I'm thinking that is the craziest thing I've ever heard. And that's usually when I know it's a God thing. And so just being willing to follow wherever he leads uh, is it's a new skill for me. Yeah, And it is true throughout scripture. There's constant examples of God asking people to do ridiculously, <laughs> just ridiculously unexplainable things. But then he's glorified through it and a miracle happens. Amen. So you've been working on this business. You're a professional business coach. 
Yet a lot of times when we're coaching others, we often neglect that at home. And we always love to ask this question. So how did running your business and turning it over to God, how did that make your marriage better at home? All right. So that is the true litmus test question. So I'm going to I'm going to share a conversation I overheard. So we know that nobody's stacking the deck here. And this was just a couple of years ago after I was about three years into this adventure with God. My daughter-in-law and two granddaughters were living with us at the time because my son was overseas in the Marines. Um, And I heard my daughter-in-law say to my husband, you know, Kim's just like cheerful all the time. It doesn't seem to matter what happens to her. She's always happy. And Ron says, yeah, I've noticed that. Why do you think that is? And they both paused for a minute. And then my husband said, I think it's this prayer thing. (laughs) his birthday you know and he's a deep christian and all but he's watched me go on this adventure with god into really submitting every moment to his hands and he would say then without anybody asking him uh, particularly that i am just less worried less hurried less stressed than i've ever been that's so good. Praise so God I for want, that. I want to make sure that our listeners know where to find you, Kim. So we're talking with Kim Avery, and you can find her online at KimAveryCoaching.com. And you can learn more about the book that she's written and the, the coaching that she's doing. And, you know, who knows what else that might lead on your on your plan, on your journey as you're trying to figure out what God may have for you in your business or um, whatever he is writing in your life that you're exploring right now as an entrepreneur. But don't call Kim Avery at KimAveryCoaching.com. If you oh, don't want to be. Call? Well, no, oh. I just said oh, call. Okay. <laughs> if you don't want to be a prayer powered entrepreneur, do not waste Kim Avery's time. <laughs> if you want to be a prayer powered entrepreneur, which if you're a Jesus follower and you own a business, you should, then get a hold of KimAveryCoaching.com. We'll be right back with Kim Avery. Unlike Jim, I didn't dream of being on camera. I was content to play piano and sing in a choir. Who knew that today Jim and I would have interviewed over 3,000 people and created tons of podcasts and videos, helping Christians to unlock God's purpose for you and your work. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube. I work for him. All right, Kim, we hinted this at the beginning of the show. You've got this website, prayerquiz.com, and it's related to your old prayer-powered entrepreneur deal. I haven't gone there yet. Just found out about this. Martha knew about it. If I go to prayerquiz.com, what am I going to experience? Well, it's 10 simple questions, and they're somewhat diagnostic so that you'll know what area of your business is most going to benefit from increased prayer, a deeper partnership with God through prayer. So whether it's your relationship you have with your business, your relationship you have with your clients, whether it's your relationship with God as CEO or the impact you're having on the world. It will help you understand really where should I begin in this journey? And then if you sign up, you'll get three short videos spaced out over a week that will lead you into these early training prayer steps as you turn your business over to God. That's awesome. So prayerquiz.com. And we want to just encourage everybody go there. And Jim, 10 simple questions. You answer them first. <laughs> right? How about you answer them and then I'll answer them and we'll see how we we'll come up with We'll see. That'll so, you know, I want to make a comment here because Kim, when you, when God really got your attention, when he invaded your business and your life in this new and fresh way, um, you, you already said you'd been, you were raised in a Christian home. You knew the Lord. Um, it takes a lot of, I guess I want to say humility to say, I don't really know how I should be incorporating prayer 
better. You know, I, I, I've known to pray. I, I just, I want our listeners to hear that because I think a lot of times we feel that, well, I've been on this journey. I can't change now. Or, you know, what would people think if all of a sudden I'm, I'm doing something differently because I'm realizing that I had something that was missing in my life. What if there's a listener right now that's struggling with that and saying, well, how do I even make a change? What, what could you say to them right now to encourage them to, to take that leap of faith? Yeah, so it seems like a scary leap of faith, but I really like to look at it as it's an invitation to live life that's truly life, to lay down the worry, hurry, and scurry, and to embrace the easy, light yoke of Jesus. And who wouldn't want that? And Jesus, your good shepherd's going to walk with you every step of the way. And I don't know, it's a party you don't want to (laughs) miss. That is for sure. And hanging out with Kim Avery is also a party you don't want to miss. So check her out online, KimAveryCoaching.com, and get a copy of her book, The Prayer Powered Entrepreneur. Get it on her website. Get it wherever you can find great books, The Prayer Powered Entrepreneur. Martha and I have been going through this as our morning devotional, and it has been really fantastic for us to walk through this together. The Prayer Powered Entrepreneur, Kim Avery, thank you for being on I Work For Him today. Thank you for the privilege. I appreciate all that you do. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field. But ultimately, I I work work for him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit iworkforhim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at I Work For Him to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at I Work For Him and online iworkforhim.com. I work the number number four, him.com.